Oh, and oh, and uh, the lady put like, the, you know, we we are pet friendly, but due to a a one on one like little interview beforehand, like what kind of pet it is, what kind yeah. of dog it is, whatever. Probably, probably she don't want pit bulls coming over and might kill yeah. somebody in her house, you know, unless yeah, she be liable. Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. <laughs> and... And this is episode 36, right? Yeah, episode 36. Definitely the, uh, what, the first uh, first podcast for what, Christmas, after Christmas. The post-Christmas yeah. podcast. Yeah. And Post-Christmas. hopefully, yeah, I'm talking to myself in the future, but um, we've caught up all the other episodes to, yeah. a, to a decent point, you know. This one might drop in February, <laughs> if I catch them yeah, up enough. But see... Um, yeah, this is episode 36. Let's introduce what this is. This is a podcast about Airbnb life, about the share economy, about um, everything in between, you know? Yeah. VRBO, Turo. Real estate. <laughs> Real estate in general. Real yeah. estate in general, yeah. So, all kinds of fun stuff. And so, anyways, we, um, we're we here broadcasting from Arlington, Texas. Yes, sir. And, um, and the... We sound, uh, I don't know if we sound different, but we're using a different interface, you know, for the, for you technical people out there. I just got a, like an interface so I can record these podcasts on my, um, on my PC. Yeah. And so we're going to see how it goes and it it would really help a lot so I can like edit on the run. You don't want to be like stuck at my house on the computer trying to edit these episodes (laughs) and hopefully that'll help get us out, get them out there faster because I know y'all are. Y'all have a hunger for this show, you know. Y'all, y'all, y'all need it. Y'all are thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Is that describe it pretty good? Thirst. Thirst. The Thri- <laughs> so, thrive thirst. Yeah. So we're um, coming to the end of the holidays, which is great. How was your Christmas? It was good. It was good. You know, like, you know family, food, tamales. Uh, you know, what Let's else could see. you ask for? Can't ask for much more, <laughs> man. And we, I did go to a, a Christmas party in Arlington. Oh yeah, yeah. A certain uh, Micah and Mahogany party. A big bash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to experience the turn up, you know, firsthand. The turn up. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is your first time to my house, right? The first time. Yeah. yeah first, first time visit. to my house. Yeah, you got to see the Airbnbs. They were currently occupied, but you got to see them. <laughs> oh, right now they're occupied. No, they occupied then. I just had. I didn't have. We're not Airbnb guests, but like had people spending the night. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had our own room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about that real quick, you know. Yeah. And so we already, you know, y'all know who we are. We we talk Airbnb and stuff, but but yeah, we talk all kinds of BS. And so <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, we went to to Micah Mahogany's for the first time, me and my wife Lupita, and um, yeah, we got there and we brought our baby. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did, you know, I thought it was going to be a little festive thing. Oh, man, it was a party. It oh, was a yeah, full, yeah, it was a turn up, man. It party. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it was a little loud, and which is cool, you know. And uh, but for a baby, you know, she was, she was like, you know, a little. Yeah, I didn't know you were bringing the little one. I was like, oh, yeah. we brought the baby. Yeah, I told you. I was like, hey, it's going to be a turn up party, man. We're st- yeah, we're still at that point where we take our baby everywhere, yeah. you know. we, you know. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll, we might grow out of that and start venturing out by ourselves, you know. But, um, but yeah, it was it was definitely a turn up. We got to see the room. And a funny thing happened. We went, 
all right, let's go. I'm going to try to put the baby down a little bit in the yeah. bed. You know, try to, you know, it, it, it was loud. It was, oh, <laughs> it yeah, was, it was going to be loud, man. And so uh, we went to the, um, we went to the, I went to the bedroom with the baby. And, and then upstairs, all mm-hmm. these little girls were up there, right? Yeah. I guess y'all threw all the kids up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, and they're like, oh, my God, a baby, a baby. <laughs> like, they're like mobbing me like she was like a rock star or something. <laughs> And so um, I was like, oh, okay, you know, okay, here she is. And, and then so I, I opened the door to the room, and they just plow in behind me. A baby, oh, a wow. baby. <laughs> and so anyways, um, <laughs> I get her on the bed, but then they start jumping on the bed, going around. It's like, oh, snap. It was like, it was just, it was like a, a Night of the Living Dead, but with little girls, you know. <laughs> baby, baby. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> you're talking about my best friend's kid. Gotcha. Yeah, and so... Um, and so they kind of mobbed us, and and um, they almost knocked down your little mini fridge, by the way. <laughs> trying yeah, to push yeah, through yeah. The I didn't door. know they were in there. Like, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, when Lupita got up there, and then we cl- we locked the door, you know, just for a little piece. Yeah. And like, yeah, and Lupita started getting a little bit of a headache too. You know, she had been you know a little little under the weather. Yeah. And so the baby, and I was like, yeah, we, we probably should go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? it was, yeah, I didn't know you guys were still bringing. I was like, oh, what bring the baby in? I was having. A- <laughs> Full blown party, man. <laughs> so yeah, so there, that was a uh, that was our story. The turn up. We'll, we'll we'll hang out again, and, yeah, and pretty soon. And so, um, yeah, now we know. Now we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun though. You, you missed some fun. You, yeah, you were emceeing the whole night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had me on the. My wife put me in charge of the entertainment, so I had to. You grab rock, the mic. Rocking the mic. Yeah. <laughs> like I do on the podcast, we rock the mic. You know. <laughs> so enough about holiday fun times. What um, what are we gonna talk about today, man? A lot. Because we haven't talked about having our own podcast in, what, two weeks now? Yeah, we've had, had guests, guests the last two weeks. Great man. guests. Yeah, yeah, we've had great guests, man. So it's a whole lot been going on in the Airbnb world. I know the biggest thing for me is I'm on Booking.com, and I'm getting a whole lot of traffic. I get at least one booking a day Whoa. on Booking.com every day. So and the thing about Booking.com is um, they it's all instant book, but... You can re- decline them with nothing, nothing hurting against you. So what I do is I just send them to my Airbnb because you're allowed to advertise your Airbnb on their site. I just send them to my Airbnb and put them down as not paid. I say, hey, if you want to confirm your reservation, just go to Airbnb. Right, and right. So I'm actually, but all my rooms are actually booked until March. I just have one more room to sell, actually, and then they'll be booked up until March. So That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm uh, doing pretty good. Turn them all into corporate rentals, pretty much. I'm working on doing that, so... How about you, man? What's been going on in your Airbnb life? Well, it's funny you should ask. Right now, um, someone's sending me an inquiry from HomeAway. Really? So, yeah, we're doing a little bit of the HomeAway okay. life, you know? So, That's the, this is those the, prices way up? They're higher than the, than the, they're not, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not putting them at stupid levels. I'm putting them at like, just, you know, high enough to cover that 4% and then some, you know? Oh, I, I go way high, man. Really high? Yeah, like at least 120 a night. Oh, snap. That's really high. No, w- for, for a whole house, that's not high. Uh, that's, VRBO. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you know, VRBO, okay. like a whole house, you look like two, three hundred bucks, man. Huh, I should, I should do that. I should do that. It, well, this is like the only, this is going to be the second person to stay there, if she does stay here. Yeah. At, stay there at the Art House Hearst. And um, so she, uh, yeah, she's hitting me up. And, and so, so, and it's funny because they, <laughs> this is the second person because the first guy, who he was the guy that was sending you a bunch of messages too. Midi. Yeah, mid, yeah, Mitty, yeah, Mitty, yeah, Mitty, 
and he's like, um, where, where are you going? Where are you at? How far are you? This? How about mm-hmm. they ask like a lot of questions? Yeah. And this lady too asking a lot of questions. Where are you located? How far are you from Dallas? How far are you from Carrollton? Yeah. Um, what's the city called that you're in? Which it's Art House Hearst, so it's it's in Hearst. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, it's like, I guess it's a different it's a different crowd it draws yeah. at VRBO. Yeah. Definitely. And VRBO Home Away. Whatever. They're, they're one company now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're one. Okay, cool. So. Yeah, she's hitting me up, asking a bunch of questions. We'll see if she stays there or not. But Where's yeah, she trying to stay? February. Oh, day. February the seventeenth through the twentieth. Yeah, see that those VRBO people they come early, man. That's an older crowd. They always plan. Now, question: Have you got any New Year bookings yet? I yeah yeah I think. Are, I, are you kind of nervous wait about a minute, that? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> see, I didn't know anything about that. Until until I started hearing some shows talking about that how, to jack oh. up your rates for New Year's. That's oh, what yes I heard. Sir. I just but I but I let Home Away do it. So maybe they just booked it. One I'm, I'm sorry. They, uh, beyond pricing, I let them do the pricing. So I don't know if they priced it accordingly. Maybe I'm getting. Oh okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Because Airbnb, you're gonna get a bunch of parties on New Year's. I'm just. I've, I've already had parties, man. <laughs> already, nah, you're gonna get New Year's parties. You know, that's a different type of party, man. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> They got to be partying like it's 2018. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the fans the fans know my what happened, you know. Someone partied at my place and and um, stopped up the garbage disposal. I got that fixed, but and um, broken glass and stuff like that in the ground in the kitchen and real messy. And I you know I left the scathing review, and you know and you know after the 15 days, you know if they. Um, if they don't respond in 15 days, my review just goes up, you know? Because yeah. right now, it's like, it, it gives them a chance to, to say something, and then then it puts it up. But it it waits 15 days, and then if she didn't reply, it just, boom, it puts it on there. Boom, puts her on blast. And so it did that. And um, and that 15th day, she's like, I got a, I got a message from her on, on Airbnb. Oh, my God, I just saw your review, and I'm devastated. And, um... I, I don't know what I don't know what could have happened. Um, I I was in and out of the place the whole time. Maybe maybe someone from the troupe from the dance troupe might have thrown a party when I already left. She oh. like she might have left a, a day early Third and party. then left. And now and she was like, well maybe but something happened or something maybe someone broke in or something happened the day before the the, you know, the cleaners got there and then when we left and I was like, well no one broke in the house and the. And you're y'all. You're the only one that had the code. I change the code out every single time. You know, mm-hmm. when a guest leaves, I change. I delete the old code. I put a new code. So it had to be someone from your group. Did it? Did you give the code out to anybody else? And she's like, Yeah. Well, the troop knew the code. You know, the code to get in. Oh. And so she's like apologizing and, and saying she's sorry and her reputation means a lot to her. And and so I made a little. She's like, Well, how, ask me how much or tell me how much you know it would be to fix these things. You know. And so I made up a little a little list and, and gave her a price. You know. Yeah. And um, I, I I told her two hundred and fifteen bucks. Okay. Because I said I, I charged I gave my cleaning lady one hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and I said the garbage disposal. I said someone came out and fixed it for seventy five bucks. You know, wink, wink. You know that someone might yeah. have been me. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm gonna charge no. myself seventy five bucks. Question: Did she send it? Uh, that was yesterday, and she hadn't. She she asked for my PayPal account and my um, Venmo account. Okay. And she says she's getting the group together and she's going to make them give her the money so she can send it. Sounds like it was a third party reservation. 
She it, shit somebody else. Oh, shit. Probably. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, because there's no way. Oh, I don't know what happened. Weren't you there? <laughs> I, I don't care. Yeah, and then, oh, I left a day early. Oh, whatever. Yeah, you sent somebody else. Right, right. That's what that is. So, so anyways, we'll see what happens. Maybe she will. Yeah. Maybe she will, maybe she won't, whatever. But, you know, lesson learned. And today, as I told you about the... <laughs> yeah. The guy, the guy, it's a guy, that <laughs> that sent me that um, request yeah. about, hey, no review. First of all, I had no reviews, no picture, right? Yeah. And no, it wasn't verified. They sent me a, a inquiry. Of course, they can't answer the book if you don't have certain things. Yeah. If they um, they could get a place for in the middle of January, they want to do a party for their a friend's birthday party, and they thought about renting a hotel, but it's kind of expensive, but they saw our place and thought it was really cool. And um, I was like, well, you know, you're not verified, and plus, um, plus, um, I don't know, you know, about the partying, but, but find me, uh, I told him, find me out there on the web, you know, because you can't put the information, I was going to, you know, on, yeah. on, on, they block out your stuff, websites yeah. and stuff, find me out there on the web and message me and, and uh, I'll get to know you better, because um, I don't, I didn't see a picture, I didn't see anything, you know, yeah. so, um, but they never did, and they didn't respond. I kind of looked them up on on Facebook. I was able to find that same person's name and find that and put them. They look like either they're in high school or just out of high school, man. So, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't have time for that. A uh, high school party shoot. Yeah, yeah. If he's having a party, forget that, man. Yeah, instant no. And then he said he you probably need to jack. Have you jacked up your rates a little bit? Uh, I'm going to this month. This month, yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, because if people, if you're cheaper than a hotel, you shouldn't be cheaper than a hotel for an entire place. You should be on par with them or a little bit more. I want to, I wanted that January first to hit, get that super host. Man, I'm right on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. that last person, I, I they they like the place and everything, and they, but they left me a four star review because I didn't have. Um, <laughs> he said his girlfriend complained that there was no full length mirrors, so she can get ready. And like oh, a full length mirror, very important. And so I, you know, that's a good. It's a good tip, you know. And um, I'm gonna go put some put some mirrors in there. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, we had a guest stay at our room. It was in room M. Uh-huh. We, we we really rented it out before it was ready, which we always put mirrors in there. Fast she, tip. Yeah, fast tip. Fast tip. She said, she goes, oh, by the way, she said it to us directly. She's like, you guys should put a mirror in there because there's no place for us to do our hair. And I was like. And I was like, oh, we haven't, and I was like, dang, we haven't finished that room, but we just rented it out early. Yeah, mirrors are very important, especially female guests, mirrors. Yeah, you gotta have mirrors, I forgot about that. Yeah, and there's mirrors in the house, they just, I didn't have a full body mirror, you know. Uh, they want to see yeah. the, the whole dress or whatever ensemble they're putting on. And they docked me a star for that, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And and this is what you know. I'm priced low right now. I'm priced economical, and that's cool. And they should, they, I think people should factor that in with their with their reviews. But people are people, you know. People yeah. are getting spoiled nowadays, right? And um, like I said, if I'm if I'm gonna go to Texas Roadhouse, yeah, I'm gonna get a decent steak. It might not be the best steak in the world, but it's pretty good. Yeah. And I'm gonna pay under twenty bucks for my meal, right? And so it's um, I'm gonna leave them okay. I'll, it's a good good restaurant, good experience. I'm gonna leave them a real good review. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say oh this steak ain't the best steak in the world like it's like I'm not gonna compare it to Ruth's Chris or a steakhouse yeah. like that and then say I'll give them three stars because they're not as good as Ruth's Chris which costs yeah. seventy bucks or a hundred bucks for your meal right yeah that's true I'm giving them a good deal a real good deal on a house on a complete whole house and Real. plenty of room for guests and they're gonna still dock me I, I think I they think guests like 
um, fans, y'all listening, I mean, y'all are guests. Yeah. And I hope y'all y'all give good reviews, give the people the benefit of the doubt, give them construction criticism, you know, constructive criticism, and then talk to them, say if something's wrong with the house, let them know. And then, shoot, if someone told me, yeah, hey, there's not enough towels, I'll run over there and get some towels or yeah. do something, you know, but don't wait till you leave and then say, ah, I'm giving three stars because I didn't have any towels. What the hell? Tell me, you know? I had you... an idiot give me a one-star review this week. Because <laughs> about something, just like you said, she didn't tell me what the problem was. She told me in her review. No, no, no. Matter of fact, she didn't tell me in the review. Yeah, she did. She wrote a bad review, left me a one-star. And then she sends me a message and says, I just left you a scathing one-star review because your cleaning lady said I didn't keep the place clean or something. And I was like, I was, I, after she left the one star, I was like, oh, okay, thank you. I'm like, uh, next time, just let us know. Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> but no, no, no. I'm, I'm starting to get like that. Like, okay, you can't satisfy everyone. But I still try to satisfy most people. All people, really. But once you do something like, okay, you don't even tell me about it, I can't do anything about it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, but she left the one star review. I ended up giving her five stars or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. But then I looked at her reviews. Two of her reviews said that she was a messy person. So I'm like, you probably didn't keep it clean. And I was going to write that in there, but I didn't say nothing. I was like, ah, I didn't say nothing. Left it alone. But yeah, man. I mean, you can't please everybody. You can't. If if you try, you're gonna you're gonna be looking down on yourself. I'm like, ah, oh, man, you can't please them all, man. No, man. That's I mean, that's just as in life, right? Yeah. You start trying to bend over to please everybody, you just your whole life gets thrown out of whack. It does. And so, like I said, I mean, 26, 26 reviews, and you know. Just a one three star. That's the worst one I've got. It's a three, three star so star? far. Yeah, that was um, oh, that was I told you the guy that complained about the the water pressure. And, yeah, and this and that and just like simple stupid stuff. And um, question: What age have you like started to gauge like the age group of these people? This guy was older, older, older dude. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's more picky. Yeah. Um. Okay. What's I noticed? Older. The older crowd. They expect hotel quality, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of more picky. The younger crowd, they don't read the listing. So, I mean, (laughs) the younger crowd, they're probably going to break a few rules. The older crowd, they're just going to expect over the top. You know what I mean? Which you try to go over the top, but sometimes you just fall short of what what they're expecting. You know what I mean? That's from what I've I've found. I was going to ask you from... We had a, a guest email you about uh, a consultation about mm-hmm. your um your your timeshares oh yeah how did that consultation go pretty good she didn't she didn't have a timeshare though she just wanted to know how i did it and i just i kind of explained to her like i explained to everyone on the podcast how i do it but i'm like how do you because i'm like if you don't have a timeshare she's like i just want to know how you do it and i think i was thinking about getting a timeshare and i was telling her like you better find one for a good deal because I don't think it's worth to buy a timeshare to do that. I'm like, you kind of have to already have one, you know. So she, right, she right. was kind of in that same boat of asking how to do it, and I pretty much gave her everything I had. But but your book's gonna explain everybody step by step how to do the how to win the timeshare game, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I tell people the only way I think to win right now is you have you should you you have to already have been had a timeshare from that's already paid off. If you already have a timeshare that's paid off, I think that's the only way to win. Unless you know how to get a full-blown timeshare deeded into your name that has all the elite membership benefits. Like, uh, and remember, make sure this timeshare is paid off. Like, all the bonus times, inventory specials, all that stuff. If you're able to get that, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Which I, I could, yeah, I know I book. I guess I could go into that. 
But, I mean, I tell people that all the time. You have to already have one or know how to get one with all those benefits included. Right. If you made a checklist, I bet it would be a pretty popular checklist, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell people how to do it. Cool. I'll be charging people, what, 50 bucks for that book? No, no, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> 1999. Yeah, yeah, 1999. Amazon.com. Yeah, Amazon published. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that. Let's do it, man. Let's get a book. And then, uh, so what else has been going on in the... Yo, oh, yeah, booking.com is the place to be. If you're not on booking.com, you need to get there. By the way, I turned off instant book on Airbnb, so people can't instant book my crap anymore. <laughs> I'm officially, I'm, I'm bogarting my listing since, that, since Airbnb likes to hold your listing hostage over crazy stuff like people who haven't paid. Uh, but no, what I'm doing is I'm, I turned off instant book on all my listings. Um, I'm kind of going corporate route on all my rooms. I'm doing corporate slash long term a little bit but and I price it a little lower so kind of for slow seasons like right now Cowboys ain't making the playoffs so mm. after that happened I was like eh, yeah finally gotta find other ways to make money oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean so yeah taking so the like, power back yeah yeah so I was like I've turned off instant book I'm officially kind of taking control of all my listings I'm listed on a bunch of platforms now I'm on Bud and Breakfast Booking.com Get anything uh, from Bud and Breakfast yet? Uh, a bunch of reviews. A bunch of views. Nothing yet. Um, I don't know if people don't want to smoke weed in Texas or what. <laughs> they might think I'm a setup. I don't know what it is. But no, nah, a bunch of views. Um, but mainly a lot of booking.com. I'm getting a lot of hits daily. A lot. And most, like one guy, he just booked for a month off booking.com and he booked through my Airbnb. Oh, wow. Yeah, he so, said from January to So he found you on Booking.com, and then it sent him to your Airbnb to... Yeah, sent him to Airbnb. Oh, feel, oh that's how it does it. So yeah. you don't you don't actually have a profile on there? Or how does I, it work? I have a profile on Booking.com. And like, they can book the through Booking.com or no? Yeah, they can. But I don't let them book. I just tell them, hey, go to this link. After they look see my place, like, hey, I want your place, I send them to the link. So why won't you let them book on Booking.com? Uh, it's easier to manage through Airbnb because tax oh. time is coming. A lot of people forgot about that. Yeah, tax time's coming, and I need to kind of keep everything in order. Oh, nice, nice. Good good thinking. Do you have a CPA ready? Uh, we have a CPA, a friend of the family that's a go. CPA. Yeah, Get so. them ready, especially Airbnbers. I still don't know how, I don't know the Airbnb tax game that well, but I know the, that new tax bill that was passed, uh, Josh actually texted me, he said, it's supposed to have an effect on what, small business owners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I don't know what, what defines a small business owner. I guess that would be us. <laughs> we, we're small. <laughs> well, I think that's a tax bracket, though, right? Is it? Is it considered like small business owners a certain tax bracket? Oh, I guess so. So we're getting a tax break then. Small business owners are getting I'm a tax break. Not sure if it's a tax break. Yeah. Or if it's something harsh. I, I gotta really read into that. Maybe some one of our listeners wants to send us an email on it. I, I don't. I need to look deeper into what's S- going on. Some that you you probably would consider is. Um, which is what I'm really considering. I want to talk to a, a, a what? What are they called? CPA. Uh, not CPA. Um, uh, the people that help you invest. What the hell are they called? Oh, um, uh, broker. Uh, not a broker, but a. Uh, anyways, yeah. I, 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 well, I heard they, they do this, you know, IRAs and all that stuff. Yeah. Fi- financial advisor. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, um, and I have a buddy that is that is one actually, and so um, this thing is getting real popular. In our in our little in our business world in our real estate world is the the self directed IRA. 
Yes, sir. And I listened to. Did you listen to that podcast I sent you? No, no, no I haven't. Oh man, to it. he that dude goes way into it. Of course, yeah. it's still above my <laughs> above my level of of getting it intelligence. But um, pretty much, it's like it's he explained it like this, like in, in layman's terms. You, you start this IRA, mm-hmm. and um, it's that you know you could even roll over your four hundred one k into it or whatever you want to do. If you're, you're going to get like all hardcore, you know, let's mm-hmm. say you quit your job or you know in the in the in your little in, in the the five year plan or whatever you say, yeah. you can roll that into a self directed IRA. And most IRAs you can invest in stocks and bonds and and you know the things that they let you invest in, right? Yeah. But self directed. You're telling the government that, hey, I got this. I know I know what I want to invest my retirement in, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it my way, and, and, and then they let you. They let you invest in real estate mm-hmm. with your, within your IRA. Yes, sir. And so you, you can put all your properties in that IRA, and people and – he, and he, he didn't bring up Airbnb, but I don't see how why it wouldn't work with Airbnb because he's saying he accumulates rentals. He buys them in his IRA. He puts them in there. And the people that are renting out the houses from him pay directly to his IRA, so that it's generated income in there. He uses that money yeah, to buy yeah. more houses, mm-hmm. and and it and it pretty much tax free, right? It because it's yeah, it's within it's your your retirement account, so it's already tax dollars, mm-hmm. and it's so you're making profit tax free in your IRA by by u- utilizing real estate. And I thought that was wow, tax free okay. money. Well, how old's the guy? <sighs> how old is the guy? Yeah. Well, I. I Maybe he's out of forties or fifties. He, but he's been doing. No, he said he he'd been doing it for twenty three years now. Tax the uh, the what's it called? Self directed IRAs. So he knows all the ins and outs about it. So he knows how to get it out tax free. Yeah, you can do payments to yourself from the IRA, something like that. If you're like retired, you you, you know you can. Well, it's an age limit, right? That's a good question too. Yeah, because <laughs> I have an IRA. Right. Right. Yeah. I think a self-directed I think it's like 60 now he said that if you call like like Wells Fargo whoever services your IRA and you say yeah I want a self-directed IRA they said oh you already got one but they but to them a self-directed is you're you're choosing the stocks whatever you're choosing the stuff that they're letting you choose Mm -hmm. and he goes ask him a question hey can I buy a house in my IRA and change it into a rental and have people pay 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 their uh, the rent inside my IRA they're like uh, no no you can't do that it's they 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 don't they see it a different way to them it's self directed is just stocks and bonds and stuff like that gotcha I'm gonna listen to that podcast then. you listen to it dude yeah. it, it's 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 the he he described it the most clear clear way possible that we'll put it in the show notes it's it's yeah. a what's the uh, best real estate advice ever was it best real, real estate, estate advice, advice ever, ever show yeah. with Jim Fairless and um yeah it's all about self directed IRA which yeah, man, it's it's mind blowing. Yeah, I, I need to get into that because I'm really need to. I already have a CPA and stuff lined up, but I know tax time's coming in. Gotta make sure you don't owe nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if I get back five bucks. I just don't want to owe nothing. <laughs> charge it all off, bro. There you go, man. Gas, charge everything. Groceries. Yes, sir. Furniture, all, uh, all. everything. I um. <laughs> okay. What was I gonna say? That was okay. That's why I was um, fired up because of the self-directed IRA, which is which is weird. You know, you get old when when an IRA gets you all motivated and excited, right? Oh, <laughs> I, I have one for like, cause I work contract, so I kind of have to have one IRA. You know? Do you have four hundred one k too? No, I don't do four hundred one k. I only do IRA. And he brings that up too. Yeah. He says you can make you a you can make a. It's it might be easier like you you're worried about getting the cash out right. 
Yeah. And he said it might be easier to make your... Um, I think he even called it a self-directed 401k. It's kind of the mm-hmm. same deal. You can they'll construct a 401k for you where you... But you can take loans out from your 401k. Let's say you're going to buy a house. You, let's, let's just say you have 100 grand in there, right? Yeah. You want to buy a house... A $200,000 house and, and so you'll need 20 or 40 grand down whatever the whatever the price is yeah. you can borrow that amount from your 401k and get it in a loan and then it's like like my 401k charges 50 bucks if I borrow from it right mm-hmm. and then they just put it like on a payment repayment plan then you pay yourself back into your 401k okay. so you're you're like the bank and so you're um, you're paying interest on it but you're paying yourself that interest, you know. Let's say if it's a five percent interest rate, you're paying that money back that that twenty thousand you borrowed out plus interest, but you're pouring that plus the interest back in your four hundred one k. You're not giving the interest to someone else, so it's like you you become your own bank by using that four hundred one k. Yeah. So that's he said it's easier to access if you really want to pull money out, access cash. You know, you can do it that way. Okay. So there's well, there's well, differences okay. yeah but listen to that show man he can explain it way better than you and we'll have that on the show notes it's very very fascinating uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> we have a million topics hear, here we didn't even talk to did anybody you, <laughs> did you hear about the guy who uses Airbnb to burglarize homes you you mentioned it on the notes and I really wanted to hear about this what's what's going so, on he pretty much uses uh, Airbnb and burglarizes his home but he, pretty much what he does he books at somebody's place gets the address cancels the booking so people who have flexible booking on I would suggest you turn that off. Go to at least moderate or strict. So if you have flexible, he can cancel it. No penalty free. Cancel it. Twenty four hours before he can cancel it. Get your address. Boom, boom. Hopefully you sent end up sending him all the information he needs to get in your house. All the code and everything. Yeah, and boom, he's out of there. (laughs) Quite, Uh, quite clever. But he got caught. Yeah, he got caught. There you go. That's the thing about (laughs) it. How did he he get caught? caught? With cameras or what? I don't know if he got caught with cameras, but somehow they caught the dude. Maybe because they noticed a pattern on his, you know, him doing this. And well, I mean, somebody houses. has, whoever he broke, house he broke into, they had to report him. So, I mean. Yeah, that's true. But if he's done it, has he done it to several houses before that? Yeah, they said several houses. Okay, well, then they put two and two but together. Even right? at that, why would he keep doing it on the same profile? Because he's an idiot. Wow. <laughs> it sounded like a smart idea, but, yeah, not really. You change a different profile each time, right? Yeah, you could change a different profile. Yeah, get the Russians to help you. Trump's friends. Anyway, <laughs> not getting political, Micah. <laughs> Calm down. Um, so I was gonna. Well, I had a guest that stayed that stayed there a few a few guests ago, and um, and he, he hit me up and he's like, "Hey man, um, yeah, I have a you know I'd like to stay. At, your place looks cool. I'd like to stay there. Um, I, I I don't live too far away. I, and this is right after the." Um, party incident right this yeah, was after yeah. the party so i had a bad taste in my mouth and so he's like he's like he's like I, I have a service dog and um i was wondering if i could bring him and but but um you know i i if i have to i, I you know i could leave it at my grandma's but I'd, I'd really like to have my service dog with me and so i was like yeah, put me in a little crunch you know like yeah. do i turn this dude down to service dog down or whatever you know and and I was like I said I was just coming off that party fiasco and, and I talked to him I asked him about it and, and he told me he would be mostly outside and then if he's inside you know he would just be sleep you know it was cold that that yeah. that day he would sleep you know in the in the tiled area you know mm-hmm. not sleep you know and then he would clean up after him and and I was like all right all right all right 
yeah, okay, yeah, you can bring the dog, you know. Yeah. And so, and so it went well. My wife, my wife cleaned the house. That you know, of course. Yeah. And um, and she just she said there was nothing. You know, he didn't. I mean, there was no footprints or anything in the the carpeted areas. Yeah. And um, the the floors weren't too dirty. He said he had, he even asked me when he was leaving, checking out, he, if he could have a if you, we had a mop there that he could use so he could mop the floors real good. And I was like, well, we don't have a mop accessible to the guests, which now I'm going to do that. I'm going to leave like cleaning products accessible to guests in case they get a hankering to clean. That's oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I never, I never that. thought of that. I never thought of that. I left a broom and dustpan, but that was it. Oh, yeah. And so I'm going to leave some wipes. That's a, hey, fast tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. <laughs> leave some wipes. Leave some, you know, the, the hygienic wipes. And leave some um, uh, du- uh, broom dustpan. Maybe even a little vacuum cleaner. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. If you want to leave some stuff behind, you know, they I get it. Yeah, that's a that's a it's a great idea, and then um, I said we didn't have one accessible, but you know you know don't worry about it. You know we'll we'll get the floors and just just I said there's I told him there's some wipes under the sink and yeah. he, he said oh I'll clean it up as best as I can. He goes he goes you know what you know I left it he goes I left a tip for the cleaning lady because you know because the floors and yeah. I go, oh well, okay thanks and so my wife got there and compared to that party place you know it looked like perfectly clean. I mean it yeah. was it you know she said it smelled a little doggish. And it would it happen, we, we had the, the heavy rains those days yeah. when he stayed there. So I can, you know, wet dog, he got a wet dog smell. Yeah. But she, she swept real good, you know, and mm-hmm. there was a little bit of dog hair. There was nothing, no dog hair or nothing on the furniture. And she um, and then she mopped real good, and that got rid of the, the dog smell, just, mm-hmm. you know, mopping. And um, in the house, so he left the house clean, and he left her a $20 tip. Oh, so <laughs> 70 bucks? <laughs> yeah, $70, babe. Oh, yeah. Your first Airbnb tip. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, Airbnb. No, no, the the guy that with the with the dog. Oh yeah. Yeah, he left you a twenty dollar tip. That's actually. So she has to split the tip with me, ten and ten. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's looking at me like, yeah, right. <laughs> so, dang. So if people leave tips, that's a good idea. He must have been an older guy. He seemed like a young dude. Really? Yeah, he seemed that's like a young dude. And, really and you know cool. what happened? And and he and he hit me up when the last podcast we were doing. He kept hitting me up and he tried to call me and I was like, "Hey, uh, I'm on the radio right now. Yeah, um, let me call you afterwards." And he, was, and he sent me and he sent me another message. Hey, man, um, my buddy's here. He's about to leave. He's already gonna leave town, but he wants to know if he can buy some of these art pieces. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's art house hearse, so we got yeah. art all over the walls. And so I was like, well, yeah. I was like, he's like, yeah, he wants to buy this one, this one. He'll pay full price. Is that cool? And I'm over here trying to, we're doing the show and I'm dumb texting. Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, full price sounds good. Let me text you. Let me text, what's his, uh, the, the artist, Daniel. Okay. Let me text him your information and uh, he'll he'll get a hold of you. And so yeah. um, so I did that and he said, all right, Daniel's on his way. And uh, he texted me, thanks, man. So Daniel went over there in the middle of the night and sold three hundred dollars worth of paintings. Really? How many paintings did he sell? <laughs> Just two paintings. Oh, one fifty a piece. One fifty, yeah, about one fifty a piece. And so he Dang. sold three hundred bucks worth of paintings, and then oh. just a, this this random dude's friend came over and he liked the paintings. What did you charge? And he and he commissioned them. Oh, I didn't oh. charge. Oh yeah, you don't. Yeah, charge I, I told you not yet. I, I just wanted to when, when we started this. I wanted to you know fill up the place with art, and I got and so there's always a way. That's what I'm telling you. you know. Uh, ready. What do they say? Ready, aim, fire. Or ready, fire, aim. Right. Yeah, ready, fire, <laughs> so ready, aim, said, fire. Ready, but it, yeah, that's the correct way. Ready, aim, fire. But yeah. there's a book called Ready, Fire, Aim. Kind of nope. like oh, don't okay. hesitate. Just freaking yeah. do it, and then worry aim. about yeah. the aim. 
And so and that's that's the that's the thing. I mean, take I took the leap and I was gonna start at Airbnb and I was like, well, I need art. I need art in these balls. And I just put a Craigslist ad out there. Anybody want to put up art here, commission for free, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And so that tackled the problem for me. I didn't have to really? sit there and paint all these paintings, right? Someone, other people came in there and put their paintings. And this is one of the guys. And he, um, and he, and he sold two pieces. And so, um. That's a good idea. I'm doing that. Because <laughs> I've been, I've been advertising my spots on Airbnb. I mean, on uh, Craigslist like hell. And I've been getting a bunch of hits. So, like, I'm going to do that. That's right, a good right. idea. There's a lot of starving artists out there. Yes, sir. And he got paid. He made, he sold two paintings. And the guy was going to commission him to do another painting. Because he likes cars. This guy paints, like, hot rods and stuff. Really? So, okay. he commissioned him to do another piece. I'm like, cool. I'm glad I helped him out. He helped me out by beautifying, helping beautify my house. Right. Yeah. I didn't have to go buy paintings, and that's expensive. Yeah. So, um, and and he got to sell his art, which is a, a beautiful thing, you know. Is that's hey, so are all your pieces framed on your wall? Uh, well, most of them are framed. Uh, well, there's, there's a lot of them framed, and then there's a lot of that are like canvases that are okay. put up. Okay, gotcha, so, gotcha. So okay. yeah, so they don't need a frame. But okay. um, but yeah, that was that was pretty neat. He got to he got to get some get some artwork while he was there. Yeah. So guess you put some art up in your place and charge people commission. <laughs> so, so after that experience I was thinking I was thinking should I go pet friendly and that was just a personal thing I was like mm. you gotta put a lot of rules right if it's gonna be a pet friendly place I would think and I wanted to actually find a guest on, on you know a, a local host. guest local host I'm sorry uh-huh. and that's a pet friendly host that has a real nice house cause I wanna ask him I wanna grill him you got a real nice place you know uh, aren't you worried that a dog's gonna trash it or how do you do it do you put a big deposit you charge a more you probably charge double or triple a cleaning fee or, or you charge yeah. you probably charge more a cleaning fee because you have to clean after dogs right yeah so um and if and if i if i thought of doing this pet friendly thing i would definitely get rid of the carpet in the rooms and put like like laminate down or something that's easier to clean because you know if a dog goes on your yeah, carpet work, then you got to do the then you got to do the steam cleaning to get all that stuff clean you know but if i threw i, I can lay down laminate if i threw some laminate in there it looks cool plus you know it's it's laminate in rooms though yeah yeah nah, nah. <laughs> yeah I, well i mean because i've lived in a house with laminate in the rooms yeah, I don't know. It might. It, it I'm might used work. to it. I I I had laminate I, at this house. I have laminate in the rooms. Yeah, it's, I or, don't know. It might work. Or I can tile throughout one of the two. But anyways, that, I just thought of it. I mean, because and I and I and I looked. You know, I did a little research. I looked in the area, Hearst or Arlington. You know, the whole. You know, the whole area, and I started putting um, filters, friendly. and I put pet friendly, and um, of course that. Shrunk it down a whole bunch, you know, to not very. It was at first it was like 500 listings, and then it shrunk down to like 90. And then I put in like a a full house, you know, three bedroom house. Uh-huh. Shrunk it down to like uh, all the filters I end up putting. It shrunk it down to like two people doing it, you know, for a full How house. Many filters you put in? Full house. It was a full friendly? house, you know, uh, private, you know, your own house, you know, you can rent, and then pet friendly. And I just kind of made it like a similar to what my listing is, yes. filters wise, yeah. all the stuff they offered, the stuff I offered, and um, and it shrunk it down to like just two houses in the whole area doing something that are similar to how my house is. Uh-huh. I'm like, wow, there's only two people the out super there, hosts? and they are super hosts. Super hosts, how yeah. many, a lot of reviews, and they um, they yeah, a ton of reviews, yeah, and so but they they do have rules, you know. Yeah. They, um, I think one lady said it could only be like an outside dog. 
it could be outside dog, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, which, which I don't know if I'd do that. What if it's freezing cold? You know, you gonna yeah, yeah, <laughs> the dog's yeah. gonna die out there. But anyways, I just know it knocks it down to there, there's very few people doing it. And of course, of course, they don't want their house to be ruined. You know. Yeah. Oh, and oh, and, and, and the lady put like. The, you know, we we are pet friendly, but due to a a one on one like little interview beforehand, like what kind of pet it is, what kind yeah. of dog it is, whatever. Probably probably she don't want pit bulls coming over and might kill yeah. somebody in her house. You know, yeah, she whatever it is, be liable. Um, I wonder, like, yeah. But my biggest question would be like, have you ever had someone who was allergic to something complain or stay at your place? But I don't I don't know if they would get those people since they're listed as pet friendly. That's a good question. I don't know. You know I don't if know. they get those people that are allergic to certain things. Because I know I'm not prepped for them. And I get people ask me, hey, have you ever let pets stay in your house? And I'm like, no. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, um, I just see it as a, a, a big opportunity. Because not a lot me of people too. are doing it. Yeah. And if you if you got the cleaning part down, maybe put some um, um, like those fitted sheets over all the sofas, right? The, yeah. Those ones that look nice that you can just throw and wash them real good. Yeah. And um, like I said, no carpet in the house, which I just knock out the carpet. And um, I don't know, just be just clean everything real good, like you said for the people that are allergic. You know, that kind of would. Yeah. Uh, or, and th- that would be like that would be like a right right up the you know the people say you say they don't read the what what the yeah. description right but right at the top I'm gonna put this is a pet friendly place place yeah. so the people with allergies might it might deter them but even at that how many people have pet allergies out there I mean there uh, is a lot but yeah. I mean you know what I mean yeah so I mean it could it could be an opportunity I think so. more I think there's more opportunity of getting these these pet people. And you know, yeah. they'll pay a premium to take their pet with them, right? That's true. Because let's say they go somewhere for a week, how much is it going to cost them to board that pet? You know, I mean, in a kennel, yeah, that's yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, your biggest your biggest thing would be your biggest advantage would be just a higher cleaning fee. Yeah, I ha- I hire the clean I'd raise the cleaning fee, which is good for the beta. She get more money, yeah. and then um, it's more work too because it's cleaning up after dogs or cats or whatever. Really, what I would put in there is. If you're bringing a pet, this is the cleaning fee. If you're not bringing a pet, this is the cleaning fee. You'd have to worry about them smuggling smuggling in pets then, right? Because they'd be like, oh, well, we'll just bring one in on the sly, you know. Put it in right, under, uh, under their jacket. Click that little button. Oh, <laughs> click that new button on Airbnb that there's surveillance there. Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah, I'm to Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. You, you mentioned that on the notes, right? Yeah, there's a new little button. That you, of course, you're going to have to fudge it a little bit if you don't have cameras. But I mean, <laughs> most people are more than likely to... I notice people are more than likely to respect your home probably if they know that they're being recorded. But also... Well, actually, I don't know. That one lady said that she recorded a party. Uh, but also, I, th- I think that would kind of deter certain guests, like the partiers. Yeah. If you say that you have a camera at your place. Hmm. I never thought about that, but I, once I seen Airbnb put that feature in there now that you can click that little button. Huh? That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, I've been contemplating that doing some cameras, one in the front, one in the back. You know, I'm doing that. for that reason. But I never thought about. Yeah, I guess if you put it in the listing, that probably wouldn't be a good idea. Like, hey, here's the cleaning fee. Like, oh, we're gonna save some money on the cleaning fee. Yeah. People would dodge it, just yeah. like if you said extra guests. And I, and I heard one podcast talk about this. You know, they don't charge for extra guests, and they say, "Well, why don't you? Because you make more money. You know, if you let 
more people than three go you make 10 bucks ahead you know after that if they want more people like well it just he didn't like how it it made the it made it made the guests like kind of contemplate if they're gonna lie or not and they might not mm-hmm. enjoy their stay as much if they did bring like someone extra or two extra they think they're getting away with something they're kind of like you know um they have that guilt feeling he just didn't want any and if and what happens if he discovered they had more it would just make a whole uh-huh. big like um, i don't know like maybe a confrontational thing yeah and he says so he just he doesn't charge for extra guests for that for that reason yeah. I, I don't he just don't want to be the you know consternation there do you do you I don't charge for extra guests. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I hear a lot of people complaining about, like, saying they charge extra for late checkouts and late check-ins. The late, ch- have you heard people like yeah, on the little professional? <laughs> oh yeah, they say. I, yeah, I hear a lot. I've never thought about that. I haven't had many complaints about that. They go crazy on that thing, man. What was that guy talking about about getting uh, roofied or? <laughs> oh yeah, that was. Dude, was just he was cracking jokes. What's but, that one? What's that one? Uh, that one we like a lot is that Airbnb one. professional hosts. Yeah, yeah, professional hosts. And so yeah, some guy yeah. put on there a comment. Um, he said, "Hey, um, everybody out there, I got I got roofied at a bar, and my Airbnb host wouldn't let me back in." And that's just, I just don't think that's right, this and that. And then he goes, I, I, I couldn't figure out how to open the door, but it's because I got roofied. And the other people right away, oh, roofie, you mean you got drunk? And yeah, like, they start going off on them. Yeah, no, man, no, so I'm funny. serious. And and so I'm a super host, so I know, blah, blah, blah. And I got, you know, I, he shouldn't treat me like that. They kicked me out of the house because of that. And they're like... And some lady went off. You got roofied. You might have gotten raped. You never know. You should call the authorities. And oh like, <laughs> yeah, that turned it into a whole oh other battle. I was like, oh my god. I was laughing the whole time. The um uh, the guy that's um thin. His name's thin. Oh, what's no 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 Nguyen. Uh, the, the the guy that started the show. See, I screwed up. Sorry, sorry, bro. If you're listening, <laughs> the guy that started the the the, the Facebook page. Uh, um, something. I, I want to say something new in, but I'll be, I'm sorry, screwing it up. Yeah. Anyways, he's a, he's a cool, he's a cool dude. I've talked to him. I mean, I've messaged with him before. He's going to be, I want to be a guest on the show, you know? Oh yeah, we got to get him on. And so he's, he's talking about, we just got, he's in Vietnam. Oh yeah. So he runs his, he runs, uh, he's, it looks like he's killing it over there, man. He has a really nice, really nice Airbnbs over there. Really? Yeah. And so, um, I, I, I don't know. Vietnam fascinates me. I'd like to go visit, but, um, but but just the, he started this page and there's like over there's almost eighteen thousand people on it right yeah, yeah, yeah. and so he moderates it too so he had to he he knocked down that whole listing that whole thing that they that they were doing right yeah you hear something no. oh the she's burning some incense oh okay I was like <laughs> smoking so we, we just smoked some weed so just kidding I was like okay gotcha yeah yeah breaking out over here so anyways yeah he um. He, he had to take down that that um that controversial roofied um comment. Thing oh, I do have a question for like any guests or anyone who's familiar with Craigslist. Do you guys get a lot of people like hitting you up asking about bank cert? Uh, what's it called? Yeah, bank certified checks, saying they'll pay you in bank certified checks. I'm like, <laughs> hell, I'm like hell no, you can pay through these because I give people two options to pay. You can pay through Cozy on a lease. Or you can pay through Airbnb, and I get a lot of people hitting me up about that. I'm like, what? Oh well, I've, I've uh, Western Union or pay. Oh, a lot of PayPal's. I've gotten hit up with people trying to PayPal me money. PayPal, yeah. and of course they say don't do that because they, yeah. Well, there, there's because that's a, there's a way to scam that, and they. 
I don't know exactly how it works. My uncle tried. He almost got scammed one time too, because some people were trying to buy a motorcycle from him. Yeah. And they showed him. And uh, they said, "All right, you know, he's charging. He's selling it for nine thousand. I said, "Yeah, yeah, sounds good. We'll go pick it up tomorrow." And uh, we're putting in the money in your PayPal right now. And and so they sent him a a, a page that said they so and so deposited nine thousand into his PayPal account. He goes, hey, we'll, "We'll pick it up. You know, we'll pick it up tomorrow." And so someone told him that, "Hey, hey, you know, check your PayPal. Make sure that money is hit." And he goes, "Well, you know, they said it would take a day to hit because, but it shows that they deposited." And so, the, anyways, they're they're able to do some screen that show that that looks like they deposited nine thousand oh, yeah, into that, his that, account. That's that's more or less on the people. You you can log into PayPal and see if it's hit. Yeah, PayPal's exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I, that was one way they were trying to scam them. But I, I'm, they say there's other ways, you know, because it says on Craigslist never accept yeah. transactions through PayPal, whatever. It does. Yeah. Yeah, because like even when it, I'll when be I did, weary of it. Like when I did that consultation, I, you have to PayPal me before I get on the phone with you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, I, I always do that. Like, um, I was like, hey, I'm paid. Don't get on the phone. Don't <laughs> <laughs> get on the phone. It's that simple. Hey, pay. Don't get on the phone. Uh, she does the consultations, too, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. I'm like, hey, pay. Don't get on the phone, you know? So, I have people, just, you PayPal me. It shows up instantaneously. Boom. Might I ask how much you charge? Um, oh, real quick, real quick. What's, what do you charge regular people that aren't listeners of this show? First, tell me the regular price you charge people, and then tell me the price that you'll charge like someone, a guest of our show. Uh, I mean, a, a, a fan of our show. A fan of our show? Yeah. So what's the regular going rate of a consultation? 125 an hour. 125 an hour. Yeah. And what would you charge one of our um, listeners? Uh, <laughs> Thinking on many, the fly. How many... How many uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How many podcast episodes of ours have you listened to? No, I charge them like I do. I do half. I do like what? Is that seventy-five bucks? From one twenty-five, yeah, seventy-five bucks. That's a good deal, man. Yeah, I mean, I charge this way. I didn't charge her. I didn't charge her the full one twenty-five because we didn't talk that long. But I think I charge her like fifty for like thirty minutes. But I usually charge one twenty-five an hour because I recalculated. Me and my husband went in and recalculated. She's like, "How much is our time really worth?" Because people don't people don't pay you what you're worth, but they pay you what you ask. You know what I mean? So I was like, one twenty five an hour. That's an hour of our time away from our son. You know what I mean? I like that. People don't pay you what you worth. They pay you what you ask. Yeah, what you what you negotiate. What you, you negotiate. Yeah, I dig it. So one twenty five <laughs> too much. Hey, hey, keep pushing. I've actually had a dude hit me up this week. He's like, uh, hey, hit me up through Airbnb. He goes, hey, um, I'm a digital marketing guy. He goes. I see you have a lot of listens, man. I see you have your podcast. He goes, I'm going to start listening. But he goes, would you mind bartering information? He goes, I'll teach you all about digital marketing if you teach me about Airbnb hosting. I was like, I sold him, hit me, find me online, Google me. And I said, we can talk. I was like, I like people that do barter, think like that. You know what I mean? Oh, nice, so like, oh, nice, nice. Digital marketing, that's smart. <laughs> Hell yeah. Share economy, bro. Yes, sir. Okay, you have a million topics on here. Which one? Oh, oh wait, you, wait, 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 go wait, to wait, yours, wait, man. You have way more than me. Yeah, go to yours. Some of the guests think they can be smart asses. <laughs> what is that? Oh, that was the one we talked about. Oh, you're getting the one star. Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's. And I put right behind that. Amen. Yeah, that was the one we talked about last week. With Lucas, he's can you? And I, and it was funny after he said that I seen so many people in that little Airbnb professional host complaining about how super hosts are bad guests. Right. I I, I didn't even think about that. That makes sense. Yeah. Good thing I don't travel on Airbnb. I added another trundle bed to my Airbnb. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said you did that, and right? I, yeah. And I got it on um, Nextdoor. Nextdoor? What's it called? Nextdoor.com. Oh. That's a cool site, dude. You know what was cool? 
<laughs> I I kind of had got something like that just happened to me yesterday, day before yesterday. So uh, you know the party we went to, the girl, little girls were upstairs. Oh yeah, baby. Their parents, their parents <laughs> are trying to move here. So I took them. We took them around looking at houses, right? So we're front, sitting in front of this house. We're looking at it. Me and Mahogany in the truck. And this dude just comes up and he uh, knocks on my window. I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, he knocks on the window. He's like, hey, man, I see you have a truck. He goes, me and my family, we're trying to get rid of all this stuff. They were moving. He goes, we have a bed. He goes, a full-size bed in here. Nice bed. He goes, do you want it? I really don't want it. I really don't want to have to sell this thing. With the mattress? It. Yeah, mattress oh everything. Oh, my God. Gave it to us, put it in my garage, and uh, I'm selling it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be selling that because this is a full size. I only do queens and up, so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna sell this. So right now I have two full size mattresses, a box spring, a queen bed frame, all in my garage. I need to sell some of it. Like the the, cool, the full size stuff's going first. So anyone okay. in Arlington want any of that? Hit me up. <laughs> I will be selling. I might have to talk to you about that off air, bro. Oh yeah, what? <laughs> Some. Maybe about a full size. Maybe oh, yeah, a full yeah, yeah. size. I'll, I'll talk to you about it off air. Gotcha, gotcha. I, remember, I know how much you paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice memory foam bed too, man. Oh snap. Yeah, Serta. No, Serta. I think it was a Serta. Yeah, man. Nice, nice. So I added that trundle. I see. I got it um, on that next door, which I was saying, nextdoor.com, whatever. And I have a next door page in Hearst. I should join the next door one in Arlington too. Oh yeah, I'm in it. But um. The Arlington one is way huge. It's huge. The next door one in Hearst is not a lot of people, but this this one this one dude, it's like an older gentleman. He put his uh, he put the trundle bed up there, right? And yeah. he put it for 150 bucks. Comes with both mattresses, right? Which is a a damn good deal because I always look have my eye out for them. Trundles are cool. Yeah. You can sit on them and chill. What's what's up, real quick? What's so funny? You like? I don't know. I'm looking at your notes, man. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. Oh my notes. It's <laughs> so it's so um, the trundle. It's like a you know it's like a it's like a day bed you know yeah. and, and, but the uh, uh, mattress pulls out from under bottom too it has yeah. the wheels and it pulls out so it, like two boom two more guests can have a place to sleep and plus you know it's a it, it's you put the thing back under there and you can like sit chill sit on it chill on it like it's a little sofa or whatever yeah. but um I think they're neat I think trundles are cool and so and they're usually they usually sell them for about two hundred bucks on on uh, what's it called the Facebook Marketplace Mark or Craigslist. Yeah. Without the mattresses, Damn. this one was 150 with the mattresses, and and I messaged him, I asked him about it, and I said if I go pick it up today, I'll give you I'll give you 100 bucks. Is that cool? And he's like, yeah, okay, come by. So yeah. I got it for 100 bucks. I got it like cheap, and so um, put it over there in the in the art house first. So in yeah. the front room, the front little living room area, like this kind of area, there's a there's a trundle there, and yeah. so it, it's kind of like a fourth bedroom think about it yeah so i'm giving people and i want to go towards more um advertising you know getting families in there yes. i think that's a that's a good that's a good deal because there's a lot of spots to sleep yeah it's a, it's a whole house you know vr vrbo it up yeah VRBO, <laughs> way to go so yeah so yeah that's what um it's just you know improvement you got to keep improving on your place right <laughs> yeah so what, what do you like sounds like you have you're having tax trouble over there in Hearst taxes are up in Hearst the government man, knows how to kick a business man, in the balls while you're trying man, to man man they adjusted my taxes I guess it's not my you know Trump don't pay taxes why should yeah, I why should I he don't pay taxes <laughs> yeah the taxes are going up uh, man they went up they went up they went up they went up oh you brought up a good point create videos of your listings like, that is coming for Airbnb I heard and I do plan on doing that. Yes, sir. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do that too. I'm gonna do that too. Create a video. I want them to do that 360 thing. That that'd be pretty dope. You know that 360 panoramic. Go, yeah, the panoramic thing. Just kind of go around. Oh, yeah. Well, that, see, that would be good. Yeah. See, and and I heard someone talking about that on another podcast, of course. And but they said, and don't do the. They said, don't do the video where you're just like walking through, filming everything. You know, people. Yeah. Probably get nauseous or something. <laughs> people, yeah. I don't know. The people don't like that. But the 360 kind of the thing yeah, that they said that's that's probably the way to go. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's, that's another way. Another way, man. Um, let me see. <laughs> yeah, the taxes, man. Oh, that sucks. Cause I moved. This is my primary residence now, so I get like a lower taxes on this one, you know. So that that just means the Hearst one taxes went up. Oh man. Found a little glitch in Airbnb that's kind of pissing me off. It's actually giving me a couple of four star reviews. I just found out about. Uh oh. Um. So when you duplicate listings, it doesn't copy the address. So like you have to manually put the address in. So at first it was working. Now they took it out where you don't put the address in, and they're sending them just to the city of where your listing is. So I'm having to. I had two guests tell me, "Hey man." It, your listing sent me out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, and shit. Yeah, two guests that happened to. So, yeah, Airbnb needs to get their stuff together. So they four-starred you for that. Yeah, 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 which was makes sense. I I, I understand that because they, they put them like 15, 20 minutes away from where they're supposed to be. So, right, right. yeah, I, I understand a four-star for that if it's a bad address. Oh, I told you about, um, you know, Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah, you said he was on the, the show, actor. right? He was on Tim Ferriss' show. Man, that's a, that's an inspirational show. You'll be ready to take on the world after you hear all that, man. Oh yeah, Terry Crews. He actually has really good inspirational videos too, man. Yeah, like about being humble, what humble means. He has really good stuff. He's awesome. And um, uploading your pics. Okay. Oh yeah, I I, I put that because I was doing the other day um, adding some pics to the VRBO, right? And through the phone, it was a lot easier for some reason. It was you, you know how you add pics to VR, VRBO, and you have to yeah. resize them and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I was doing that with my phone, and it was a lot easier. It was just really? it was accepting them. So I don't know if it's easier to load them that way as opposed to the computer, which is which sounds backwards, right? You know, yeah. Usually yeah. the computer, everything's easier to do on that. But yeah, I was having no issues with that. So I don't know. Maybe they're 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 I don't want to say twerking. They're tweaking the <laughs> <laughs> tweaking the thing. Well. I think probably because your phone just probably puts them in a JPEG automatically. I think I'm not sure if iPhones do that, but that could probably be it. Just puts it in a JPEG form automatically, and you're good to go. Real quick, what's your New Year's resolution? New Year's resolution? Man, it's funny. I made that today. Uh oh, here we go. Wasn't anything like, oh, I want a New Year, New Me crap. (laughs) 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 Not none of that crap. That was uh, mine. I made a financial New Year resolution. Uh-oh. New Year resolution is to gross $240,000 next year just off Airbnb income. Wow. Gross. Just gross it. Then I can take that to the bank and retire. <laughs> so I can get some <laughs> loans. And how are you going to do that? Uh, everything, man. Timeshares. Book rooms. Private rooms. Uh, I'm going to actually, next year we're getting heavy into the, uh, what's it called? Listing management. Instead of subleasing, I'm going to find a way to do less work, make more money. So just start charging people 20%, manage their Airbnb. Nice. Nice. Because nice. like, I'm, I'm starting to run into a lot of people because like, we, we, we actually went to Rudy's Barbecue last week and this dude, <laughs> he was like trying to come up with the superior Airbnb. Like he was, he had this single family home 
but he was like gonna go in and just straight gut it, right? He was gonna gut it and turn it into like four different hotel rooms. No, oh, six wow. six hotel rooms. And he was gonna gut it out. And he was like he was like, So if I did this, this, this and I was like, Dang man, I'm like, Yeah, you you'd make some money doing that, but I don't know how much you, but after he calculated, he he realized Airbnb wouldn't work for it because he needed at least ten thousand dollars in cash flow. But how he was gonna do it? Some of it would be private and some of it would be public. So I'm like, I don't know if the numbers are gonna work. So like the max we came up to him cash flow was like six grand. Yeah, and that wasn't enough for him. Now now, before this was years back, man. When I first started working in American, yeah. And there, there was a guy that would make the crash pads for the for the flight attendants. Yeah. And, you know, airline employees, a lot of airline employees that work here at DFW, yeah. they live other spots in the country, you yeah. know. They just, they, they, it's the only, it's the best place for them to work, mm-hmm. but they commute. They go back as soon as their days off hit or they, they'll bust out a bunch of, you know, overtime in a few days and then, and then spend three days back home. They're flying, constantly flying back and forth. Yeah. They don't want a whole apartment here. They don't mm-hmm. want a whole house here. They just want somewhere to crash while they're here, busting out the, the work, you know, in a few days. Yeah. And then return home. And so he um, he actually is a, he, he throws bags out there. He's a he's a a ramper. They call him a ramper. You know, yeah. you know, loads the planes. <clears throat> but he started getting that. It's kind of like that that dude's idea. Yeah, he would get these houses, and I think he was he was uh, working with a with a builder too. And he would tell yeah. him how he wanted the houses built. This is back when it was cheap to build a house. Yeah, now you can't build a house under three hundred G's. But <laughs> right, it's yeah. stupid right now. Yeah. And so, anyways, um. So it's right by the airport. I think I think Hearst, Ulysses, Bedford area over that way. And he yeah. had these houses built like he wanted, and in that same in that same thing where each you know each room has its own bathroom. You know, it's its own self existing in the in the yeah. middle room. The living room's like a congregating area with a big flat screen TV, and he puts mm-hmm. cable and all that stuff. So it works for him because he charges, and some some of the houses oh you, you pay more to get your own room. You know, yeah. I mean you might pay three or four hundred a month to get your home your whole room, yeah. or if you want to just have a, a you know like a twin bed and want to you know share a room with somebody yeah you know you could you know you'll pay 150 a month you know but if you yeah. just need a place to sleep while you're here it's whatever you know you go in and a lot of times the other person ain't there anyways i seen a guy speaking of crash pads this wasn't a crash pad idea but he's making a killer doing this he rents out the main bedroom in his house for 1100 a month like just the master bedroom so you get your own shower and all that good stuff for 1100 a month I was thinking, because my uncle has a five-bedroom, five-bath house, so everyone has their own bathroom. Oh, wow. If he could rent, like, those rooms out for at least a 1000 a month, it's a 1000 times five, 1000 times four, could keep your up 4000 a month, man. Yeah. I was like, dang, that's good money. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like, I was thinking about renting out my master bedroom and then sleeping in one of the Airbnbs and Airbnb in the other two while getting steady cash flow off the master. <laughs> I was like, well, nah, I was like, nah, I don't do that. But... It was on my mind. I was like, dang. Just get you another house and just rent that whole thing out of Airbnb. Yeah. Because eventually <laughs> I want to do that. Because I, I, either, I am looking for, right now I'm looking really heavy for a duplex. Man. I want to duplex. Any prospects? I had one, but they were charging too high. I've seen, man, duplexes, man. I've seen some people charging crazy prices for a duplex, man. Like some insane prices. Like I've seen duplex for 600000 man. Jeez. Okay, so... Actually, this is this is the story. Because this lady hasn't responded to me. So, okay, so this is what I did. We, me and my wife went duplex hunting a couple weeks ago. And we found this duplex. 
650 no she had it she originally had it listed for 750,000 yeah right across the street from the Great Wolf Lodge right perfect looking she's like kind of but that's your competition now uh, yeah that's true huh yeah and people stay there and yeah. then they rent there yeah that's not to realize that's your competition and they have the swimming pool all the amenities so alright I was like cool let's see let's look at it whatever so we found out we walked in there this place furnished to the T yeah. she's already Airbnb in it so I'm like why is she selling it for 750000 the realtor's like yeah this place is overpriced I don't know what she's doing so Mahogany, of course, she found her on Airbnb, and we messaged her. We were going to get her on the podcast. I'm like, hey, let's get her on the podcast. We'll just question her down, see what she see what she's doing with the house. Yeah. So we couldn't get her. She never called us back. She never hit us back. Um, but she put she bought it for three hundred thousand. It was. I think I told you she bought it for three hundred. Uh-huh. I don't know how much she put into it. I think she put too much into it. So I think she's trying to sell it as like. Hey, this is an Airbnb asset, but I don't think we're there to that point where you can sell Airbnb assets off. People aren't, I don't think people have wrapped their mind about Airbnb yet. Right. I think right. it's coming, but I don't think it's there yet. So, what do you think a fair price for it would be? 250 And it's a duplex? Yeah. But that's a grapevine, dude. Grapevine's expensive as hell. The duplex next door is 250 Oh, they, oh really? From her? Yeah, all of them. Oh, why don't you get one of those? Oh, they're not no, for sale. No, they're not for sale. Oh, that's what they're, okay. they're, they're comping up at. Oh, I see. But the guy, remember the guy I was telling you who, uh, he was at the last uh, meetup. By the way, we have another meetup tomorrow. Uh, he was at the last meetup. He said, just, he said, hey, if they're priced over, overpriced on it, he said, just go tell her and give her a standing offer. He goes, because they're not going to sell it at 600000 Not Once people run the comps on it, he goes, unless some idiot from California comes down here and buys it. So <laughs> so he goes, yeah, go tell her you'll do a standing offer at 250000 and you'll set that offer forever. So from here, in six months, you'll give her two hundred fifty thousand. I was like, "Dang, never thought about doing that." But, but she bought it for three hundred, though. Who cares? Not you think she'll still? <laughs> no, not my business. If you want to get off of a house, eh, yeah, know. I guess so, huh? Yeah, man. I, I look at things the Robert Kiyosaki way. And how, 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 how big? How big are those duplex duplexes? They're like seven hundred square feet a piece. I think they're both two two twos. Oh okay, yeah. okay. I was thinking like but three, three twos. She did it decked out to the T. It ain't worth <laughs> almost a million dollars. I'll tell you that. Jeez. Whoever buys it, they're gonna be crying in the end if they buy it for that high. Really? Oh yeah. You ain't getting that much for that duplex over there. Yeah. Ooh, not right. If all the duplexes in the area are going for one seventy up to two fifty, yeah. It, if you buy that at that price, you're gonna be crying. But man, even in the hood, they're trying to get like three hundred, four hundred thousand for these duplexes, man. Where at? Like in Arlington. I mean, they, and there's not a lot on the market either. That is true. There's not a lot of mar- on the market. People are trying to. It's it's the it's the BP effect. I call it. Everybody's an investor now. Everybody's a real estate investor now. So the, yeah. that that's what's helping drive the prices up too. If you think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. And everybody's trying to come here. Everybody's we've been talking too much about Airbnb, and they're trying to get in on it. <laughs> but that's our that's our job to get people connected to Airbnb. That is true, and we Just love it, man. Keep the prices low so we can keep doing it, <laughs> <laughs> or pay us to run them for you. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> but yeah, man. So yeah, it's been a few crazy. It's been tough trying to find a duplex. I found some not cheap ones, the four hundred thousand dollar ones up in Little Elm. But I'm like, who wants to be all the way up there? Well, I guess the Star would be your biggest attraction. Oh yeah, over yeah, there. The star huh? would be your biggest attraction, but 
I don't know. My biggest thing, if I get a duplex, I'm doing corporate rooms. So I'll do Airbnb during like downtime. I'm doing corporate. And also, I noticed like once you turn off Instant Book, you have more control over your property because you can say, "Hey, I'm gonna close these days off," or "I'll have these days open so people inquire or request them." Yeah. But if I want to, if I get a corporate guy in there, I can just decline this or, you know, block them off, and you know, go that way. Hmm. Man, man. Now, now I, I'm looking back. To when I when I was renting on Airbnb uh-huh. when I was renting places, and um, I guess I mean I would see the superhost things every now and then, uh-huh. and um, but I would I would still just choose um, according to like you know where it was located and how it looked, and mm-hmm. I didn't care if they they only averaged a four star thing or whatever, yeah. you know. For I don't know if I I I think I might have even considered some three star ones, but I. I know I've I've always stayed in places and they've been they've worked out for me you know yeah and um I've left good reviews when I left and 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 just I I don't know how much weight I'm putting on that on that oh if they're a super host yeah yeah I gotta I gotta get that I gotta rent the super host just look at it you don't but it's an advertising scheme for most people so do they but the even Airbnb came out so they don't put you up higher if you're a super host do they I know but guests look at it. That's what it is. But that's what I'm saying. I, as a guest, I was just looking for the most economical, best, you know, you know, fit all my criteria. I didn't exactly. care if it said had a super host thing on it back yeah. then. Maybe know, they do care now. I don't. Because I know now a lot of guests. No, no, this is one of the good thing that Airbnb does do. Because this just happened three times, like a couple times last week. They will call you if somebody has a bad Airbnb experience and put them in your place. They only oh, they, they, only, they only recommend super hosts. Okay, that helps. Now I had. Two that happened twice last week. People were like, "Hey, uh, Airbnb hit me up." I was like, "Hey, um, this person's having a bad stay. They want to stay somewhere else. Here's this." We told them about your spot. So, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because here's how I here's how I used to whenever I was traveling uh-huh. on using Airbnbs, I would I would you click on the map, yeah, and it and it gets all the dots right. Yeah. I said, okay, in my vacation, this is where I'm going to be staying the most. This is where are the places I'm going to be hitting up the most. Yeah. So I'd look for that little dot that was closest, and I'd see that house, and I'd see what the price was, and I'd go from there. You know, yeah. I didn't look up like you said, do the list. You know, hit the list thing where it just puts a you where you're scrolling, which yeah. on your phone it's, it it, it kind of forces you to do that, right? Yeah. So you're that I guess, and most people book through their phones now. But back back when I was mm-hmm. traveling, I don't know. I still, you know, the 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 website had a lot of quirks. Um, Phone-wise, back in the day, yeah, it, it worked real worked great on laptops, but it didn't work so good on the oh, um, yeah. on the phones. Now it works pretty good on the yeah, phones. The phone. That's how he went twenty thousand dollars in debt getting that phone app running, man. Who that? Uh, Chesky, that, what's his name? Brian Chesky. Is that? Went to twenty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah, it was that phone. Trying app. to get that phone out. Oh yeah, it's worth it, man. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it though for a billion dollar company. It. Exactly, right? but. Um, I know personally when I look for Airbnbs, and I haven't stayed in one yet. I don't look for superhost necessarily, but I do look for five star reviews. Like even if you haven't reached superhost level yet, I do look for five star reviews. Like if you or just reviews in general. Like we've seen some reviews down in San Antonio. The lady was like, "Oh yeah, there was bed bugs. I had to get out." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I, I don't want to go." There. So I, I look at stuff like that. I do look at stuff like that, like the reviews. So here, here's the deal. You have to average 80% five-star reviews to be a super host. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is easy. <laughs> With these couple, well, 
yeah, you say that, but with these couple of fours that I that I got, a couple of fours and uh, and that three, that three really hurt my my thing, the three star one I got. How, how many total reviews? So right now I have like twenty six reviews. So right now, I'm sitting at eighty one percent at five star reviews. So these next couple reviews could probably make or break me, man. <laughs> I'm right at the edge. And here's oh. a, here's another part of that question or that what I'm talking about. Should I hit this lady up to stay in there right now and say, hey, listen? I got a twenty dollar gift card for you if you leave me a five star review. <laughs> is that is it worth me doing something like that? I, I would do it, but I'd do it outside the app. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I, you, I'd do it. Just do it outside the app. Okay, I, I, I sh- I'm, I'm a messenger. I'm a messenger tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just do it. Outside. Say, hey, you know, hope you enjoyed your stay. Cause she can't, she can't leave a review until what time? Until, until after she checks out. Until after checkout. After 3 p.m.? Yeah. Is that right? Well, after checkout. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, uh, okay, checkout is 12. Yeah. And when does it, like, pop up say, hey, leave a review? Actually, that's a good question. I've been wondering that because mine has been weird. Uh, Mid-afternoon. You know what it is? It, there is a delay in when they request to book, when you accept it, and when they check out, and when the review is available to book. I, I notice that. Because I, I get some people, like, I notice, like, if I take some part, somebody late at night, and they check in that night, I can't review them until like 24 hours later, like after they've checked out. It'll be like later at night. Like I just got one pop up probably an hour ago saying, "Hey, leave a review." So. Oh but, wow. Yeah. So and she he checked in last night. So I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna hit her up tomorrow and just ask her because these next two people stay in there because I have a guest right after her checking in Friday. Yeah. Those are the New Year's guests, <laughs> like oh, yeah. you said. I mean, and um, so I, it might be worth because if the if I get five stars on these next two, oh yeah, I'm over the top. Yeah, I got it because January first is the next assessment is the yeah assessment. So is that when I would get my super host? No, no, you wouldn't get it January first. They have a 14 day assessment, so you would get it. You might get it the second. You get it between the first and the 14th. Oh okay. Yeah, but okay. I mean, what you really want to do is. Uh, do that, and also, man, because I'm actually moving off Airbnb, man. I'm kind of on other platforms, looking to turn that thing into a corporate rental. Yeah, that's that's my best. Yeah, plan. I mean, because right now Airbnb's cool, which you can make good money. I mean, well, you can make good money on a corporate rental too. I mean, you know what I mean? Steady income. Uh, yeah, I mean that's how I look at it. Because I've been really because I've been listening to a lot of Al Williamson and his group I've been in his A4L group real real heavy I'm like man those dudes in there they're like gurus <laughs> to the max level of how to max out your listing like how to max it out and I've been I've been on, on it tough man I'm on so what is that called the, uh, the his, his a- group is Airbnb for landlords oh okay did you pay to be on there or no no that's free man for like, landlords then like half of bigger pockets is in there are you serious? Oh yeah, man. I met so many people there. Like he he has a huge base of people. Right? You still talk to Al? Yeah, he's the one who hooked us up with the guest that was supposed to be on today. He's gonna oh, try to be on next man. week. Yeah, I talked to Al. Al hit me up about two weeks ago. That's a mentor started. right there. Man, that, that dude. <laughs> he know hey, if you want to make big money off your listing, you look up Al Williamson. He was on I think episode what? He was eight? early, early. He was eight. Like, he was early. Right. Yeah, on, yeah. on bigger pockets. No, no, on oh, bigger on pockets and on here. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was starting. He, it was early episode of Bigger Pockets. Yeah, if you want to know how to max er, a list, it's him. Yeah, go look at our, our Al Williamson interview. Yeah, our Al Williamson interview. Also, listen to him on Bigger Pockets too. He's on their podcast as well. But he he knows him. I was like, dang man, 
He's the man. Like I met a guy in his group that makes forty thousand a month off Airbnb. Just he does strictly Airbnb. He's making forty grand a month. I don't know how many properties the dude has. Jeez. He he and he let me know. He let us know that he did take Al's courses. So whatever Al's selling, man, it, <laughs> it might be worth buying. <laughs> so give me one more topic because we got to wrap this up. We're running a little bit over time. If you could think of one, or you want me to choose one, or what do you want? What do you want to do? <clears throat> man, you got all the topics, man. I think we covered them all, except for one. I was, I. What? 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 Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. <clears throat> my thing about my, <laughs> I want to go. I, you know, you know, like we're trying to accumulate properties, right? But you something we're, we're trying to accumulate properties, yeah. right? And trying to you know grow our grow our assets. And here's a big thing. It's, no, no, I'm, we're trying to control assets. Control assets. I like that. That's yeah. even better. But but you know you you accumulate debt doing that, right? It's you know there's the argument good debt bad debt, Dave Ramsey whatever. And, but and, and here's here's how I you know. I I would suggest I'll, I'll tell I'll tell the viewers the listeners whatever. Um, don't just I guess you get all heavy into the game. I get all heavy into the game. Most ninety percent of my podcasts are about real estate. Yeah. And and Airbnb. You know, I listen to a couple of those. They're not very many. You know, ours is the best one, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and so, but I I kind of counter that with a with that podcast I love called The Minimalists. It's about yeah. minimalism mm-hmm. and. Um, and and their they their whole approach is different, you know. You know, stay out of debt because debt controls you. You become a slave to debt, and um, and then just, just live as you know minimalistic as you can. You know, yeah. no, don't deprive yourself, but just live with the stuff you need that yeah. that brings you happiness and you know whatever. And um, and so I'm like, wow, but the whole real estate side, I want to accumulate more. I want to get ten houses, twenty houses, thirty houses. Airbnb half of them, rent them out long term half, you know, corporate rental. Yeah, and that's fine and all, but it's more stuff to control. It's more stuff to worry about, I guess, in a way. And my and my retire on the beach side says just sell everything and just go live on the beach. You, know? you can do that. I mean, that, that, that's the good thing about real estate. I mean, if it's you ain't really going into debt, if you do your due diligence, I mean, you're going into debt, but you can get off of it. I got appreciation on my side. I, I'm in a I'm in this school district, so I know this house is going to appreciate it by this much. Like, right now, am I in debt? Not really. I could sell right now and be out of debt. Right. You know? So, I mean, that's the good thing about real estate. Um, I see their point of view of being minimalistic, which is good, too. You know? Because I listen to a podcast called Save Money, Damn It. And they're really minimalist. You know, they're really minimalist. And they live in California, and they're minimalist, so... You have to be. Yeah, you... you, (laughs) You live in California. Yeah, you have to be. So... I mean, it just depends on how you look at it. Um, I personally am eventually going to sell all my stuff. Uh, the most minimalist thing I do want to do, kind of, would be to live in a duplex and house hack it and live for free. Simple. Yeah, simple. Just live for free. And, you know, you live for free. Then you can rent out, make cash flow off of the, your property. And even if, like, let's say your property is a cash flow in a duplex, you're just breaking even. Right. At least you're not paying for nothing. You know what I mean? You're living free. You're stacking bread. You can go travel, do whatever you want to do. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's always... And then there's all types of life hacks, travel hacks you can figure out, make money off of. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, I like I like the minimalist attitude, living cool. below your means. So, I like the Dave Ramsey approach on my personal finances, because I want to have as little, like, personal debt as possible, as yeah. far as, like, car loans 
and yeah. credit card you know I don't want to mm-hmm. pay credit card you know bills I'd like all that stuff to be to zero or close to zero you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but as far as I, if you look at it like accumulating houses it's like that's your business side yeah. so that's different you know because yeah. that's um, yeah you owe let's say you accumulate a certain amount of houses you owe like $600,000 you have debt $600,000 debt but those houses are making you you know, twenty thousand dollars a year or whatever. You know, you're, you're there, those, it's it's debt, but it's it's an asset because it's making you money, right? Yeah. So that's your business side. What's your biggest liability? Uh, our house, of course. Your houses are. Yeah. Oh yeah, this yeah, house. because you got loans on the houses, right? Or you could say a car payment would be the second. Yeah, my my, my car payment is my, my biggest. Right, and I want to knock that out. I'm trying to work a lot of overtime to knock the car payment out. My credit card. I'm just. I'm just down to just the one credit card I need to pay off, and um, and then I want to get to work trying to knock down one of my house, knock off, uh, pay off one of the houses. Okay. So that's that's the you know, and I could you know, and I'll have two just two loans on two houses. But a part of me saying, well, we should look for growth first before we before we start trying to pay off stuff. But I think I think to sleep well at night if you just try to get. As little as the least debt on your personal finances as possible, you'll 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 be less stressed out. And, and if you view your houses as a separate portion of your of your debt of your finances, you know it's it's your business. Then yeah, it's it's I don't know. It helps to me. It helps. I have to trick my brain sometimes. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because all my pre- houses are pretty much assets at this point. They're generating cash flow. Um, yeah, the biggest one's my car payment. So I'm going to try to get that knocked out. Um, and then, of course, I love credit card debt because I kind of use that to funnel my business. But you pay it off every month, right? Yeah, yeah it, it's it pays before interest even touches it. Yeah, actually, yeah. every time I make, because I make huge credit card payments due to my business, so like it actually boosts my credit score or credit card. So, so that makes, that, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that so, makes sense. And also that looks really good Like if you're going to try to look for a loan. But, yeah, personal debt. Stay out of that as much as possible. Right. You know, right. like Dave Ramsey, he's real big on staying out of personal debt. Use everything like like Dave Ramsey tells people don't use credit cards, but he uses them for business purposes. Right. Yeah. Like, what's her name? I was in a real estate meetup, and this lady, she actually knew Dave Ramsey, this big time real estate lady, and she's like, yeah, she was hanging out with Dave, and they got on the plane, and she said, I saw this guy swipe a credit card, and I'm like, she was like, I thought you were against it. And he's like, yeah, this is a business. This is a business. Pay, uh, uh, what's it called? It. He called it. This is just a business tax write-off. He goes, yeah, use it. But he knows how to use it. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it's, yeah, keep that out of your personal credit. Don't go into personal credit card debt. Nice. Yeah, like, I have no personal credit card debt at all. Let's get rid of that crap fast. Hell yeah. So that was a good show, man. Episode 36. Yes, sir. We talked about everything. Even talked about the D word, debt. Debt. Airbnb. uh, Trump and his taxes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or lack thereof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, it was it was a good show. It was a good show. We talked about some some good stuff, and um, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be doing this with you again. Have our one on one show. It's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a minute. A long time. Yeah, man. but what we'll probably have some good guests on the next few shows. So All right. there you go. We always in we always interject our own stuff though. That's how it looks good. Exactly. So hit us up. You know, give us a phone call. What's what's the number? Four six nine three hundred ninety one I asked you that as soon as you put a Reese's pieces in your, in your My mouth. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then live let thrive dot com. Live let thrive at gmail dot com. 
Um, check out my listings. It's on the show notes. Check out Michael's listings. They're on the show notes. And come stay. Yeah, come hang out with us. Hey, if you do come and stay at our place, you might, yeah, you might be a guest on our show. You never know. You might hop on here. If you stay on a Wednesday at one of our spots, we'll give you a good discount. Or I will, anyways. <laughs> no, no, Michael will. But I'll, no, I'll will. give you I'll give you a good discount. Michael will, too. And then you get to come hop on our show, man. You Matter of fact, our woman. if you want to be a guest, just remember, go to the website, too, if you want to be a guest. Yeah. Just click on want to be a guest and hit us up. Let us know what you do. Free advertising, being a guest on the show. We pimp, we pimp out your place. You know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go. All right, this is another episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Peace. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.